0: The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel.
1: Drink deeply of Jesus. Will you come to the water of life? You will never thirst again. Let all who are thirsty come to him. Will you drink deep? water of life you will never thirst again let all who are thirsty come to him come and draw from the well of salvation be made clean let him wash you in truth he is the fountain of living water come and be are thirsty come to him he can refresh you in the desert where your sin left you lost on the brink. he is the fountain of living water come to him dear sinner and
0: Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm going to give you a brief update on my situation. On April 18, I fell and in the process landed on my hip and broke my hip
2: and leg bones. It's been an amazing time of red haze pain
0: But the Lord had said to me, wait upon the Lord. Because he had said that, and I had not waited as he had told me to. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know how to wait on the Lord.
2: And so, in that pain and anguish, some said to me, you have to go to a doctor.
0: No, I have to wait on the Lord. The Lord said, Wait upon the Lord. And then a pause, and then he said, And the Lord will carry you through. And then a pause, and then he said, Ray, enter into my rest. Well,
2: those those
0: words have come to mean a great deal to me. I am doing precisely what he instructed me to do. And I don't have a choice about that.
2: I am going to obey the word of the Lord and he will heal me. He's reassured me that he will heal me.
0: But I still have some time to go.
2: Okay. I'm going to trust the word of the Lord. Now, I had a conversation with a a Christian man who's single, very eligible, a handsome guy, and he stopped going to
0: all of the nightclubs. He stopped going to all of the
2: gambling houses. He's, He's gotten clean before God. Now he said, if God does not bring me a wife after all my waiting before him, then I'm going to go back to the nightclubs. I'm going to go back to the nightclubs. What? I mean, what if I said to you, If God doesn't heal me by September 1, I'm going to the doctor and I'll have surgery because God doesn't answer prayers. So what shall I do? What course of action should I take? Oh, I can tell you that would make God very upset with me. The reality is, God is real, and He moves in time and space and history. I'm going to show you that now in real life. I'm going to report to you on a meeting that was held about 2,000 years ago. But I'm going to show you that
0: out of that meeting held in the heavenly throne room, decisions were made regarding what's happening right now in America and in your life. So I'm going to report on this meeting, and then I'm going to give you the modern update on how this is going to impact you come October, November of this year. I'm not a prophet. I'm just reporting what the scriptures say and observation. You can do the same thing. Just
2: read the scripture. So let's begin and let's pray. Lord, I'm going to talk about you.
0: And I pray that what I say about you and about this meeting with John will alert your people and cause them to rejoice for our redemption draws nigh.
2: You're coming and soon. And your power is from everlasting to everlasting.
0: Do I doubt that you will heal me? No. I know your word is sure. And I will rejoice with brothers and sisters who have grown very angry with me. Because I didn't go to a doctor. But Lord, I'm going to trust you. I do trust you. Now, bless all of us as we now walk through this, the minutes of this meeting
2: in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, John was on the island of Patmos,
0: and he was considered one of the most dangerous men in the world because he had such a close connection with the God of heaven and he could say what was going to happen. They tried to kill him several times and couldn't kill the man. They threw him in a a
2: vat of boiling oil and all it did was oil his skin. It didn't burn him.
0: They finally sent him to the island of Patmos where he couldn't be heard, where he promptly heard the revelation of God, and it's been the guide for the church for the entire time
2: since then. There was a a door open into heaven and he heard a
0: voice saying, come up here and I'll show you what must take place after this. And he
2: said, at once I was in the spirit and there he saw the throne of God. around the throne of God were 24 other thrones where human beings were stationed with golden crowns on their head. Now in the center of the throne, the God of heaven was seated. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God
0: Almighty who was and who is and who is to come.
2: The living creatures, the the ones non-human, they all were praising God. Now, as he saw this scene,
0: he saw on the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides, and it was sealed with seven seals. I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? Well, nobody was. Nobody was worthy. And John was so upset by the fact that no one could open these
2: scrolls that he begins to weep before God. Then one of the elders said to me, Psst, hey, Don't weep.
0: The Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then he saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing
2: in the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. And they were all singing a new song. They were saying, you are worthy
0: to take the scroll and open the, the seals because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased men for God and every tribe and language and people and nation. You've made them to be a kingdom and,
2: and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. Well, what they're hearing is so astonishing. Because this is the control room for the universe. And what is on their mind? God's mind and this lamb, their mind is on earth. Worthy is the lamb who was slain
0: to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength, honor, glory, and praise. And then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth. In other words, what's happening on earth is being piped into the
2: throne room of God. And they were singing, to him who sits on the throne
0: and to the lamb, be praise and honor and glory, and power forever and ever. This is the most powerful throne room in all of the universe. This is where God resides,
2: and what he says is what happens. Now the Lamb took the scroll, and he opened the first of the seven seals. You understand what the seal is. It's
0: how the book is held closed. He broke the seal. And now he can read from the book. And what he says is what is going to happen. We do not have a time frame,
2: we just know that it deals with the end times of Earth's history. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice
0: like thunder, Come. And I looked, and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow. No arrows, by the way.
2: And he was given a crown. And he rode out like a conqueror bent on con- conquest.
0: Been a lot of discussion about who that is. I'm going to simply tell you what I believe it is, and I'm going to tell you that based on
2: the next seals that are opened. In other words, what's the context here?
0: I believe it's the League of Nations that wrote out to end all war, to bring an international organization together that would have power and control
2: not by arms but by cunning. Always there have been hidden
0: secret societies who have desired to control the world.
2: This is out in the open the first time. They closed down operations after the First World War. After the Second World War, they gave all of their resources to the United Nations. The Lamb opens the second seal. I
0: heard the second living creature say, Come! Then another horse came out a fiery horse, to make men slay each other. To him was given a large sword. These are the four horses of the apocalypse. What's going on here? What is Jesus' interest here? It doesn't matter what the world's interest is or what mine or yours is. What is Jesus' primary interest? It is the salvation of his people both Jews and Gentiles. It is the salvation of the church. And so we see the fiery
2: red horse comes to take peace from the earth,
0: to make men kill each other, A large sword is given. What do you think was given for the Second World War if it was not very
2: large swords? Cannons and ships, rifles, an atomic bomb. So the second seal is opened.
0: But part of what I see as I have read and reread and prayed is that once a seal is opened, It's not closed and sealed up again. It's still acting and moving forward. When the lamb opened the third seal, I heard the living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Then I heard what sounded like the voice among the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a day's wages, three quarts of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil and the wine. Okay, we're there right now. That's what's happening today because of what Jesus said would happen, because he's causing it to happen
2: 2,000 years ago. As the drum beat of the coming Messiah is heard,
0: three quarts of barley for a day's wages, and do not
2: damage the oil and the wine. One quart of wheat for a day's wages. That's enough nutrition for a working man. Also, three quarts of barley. That's enough nutrient to
0: carry a working man. So the middle class is going to be gone, disappeared, destroyed in America and in the world.
2: And there will only be the very wealthy, the elite, and there will be the working schmuck. Those of us who just pound out a day's work, but we don't have the Lexus or the BMW to drive. We're workers. We're going into a culture where this will be the condition.
0: We're seeing already banks are bankrupt. They will soon be closing. Bank of America has already withdrawn the ability of some
2: organizations to take their money out of the bank. We're watching, as I
0: believe this fall, we will see the crashing of American economy and the Western world's economy. Some of you are going along, and everything is fine. You have enough food, you're paying your rent, you're paying your mortgage. Everything is good. But for many, that's not true. Homelessness is increasing exponentially. It's going to become much, much worse. It's going to become worse than the Great Depression of the 30s. The 20s,
2: it was party time. But in the 30s, it was depression time. That's where we're going.
0: But in this case, there will not be an end to that depression. It is going to be long-lasting
2: That's what we're told in Revelation 6, verse 5. The black horse is the third horse of the apocalypse. Verse 7, when the lamb opened the fourth seal,
0: I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. First, we're going to have a time of intense poverty. We're going to have the destruction of the middle
2: class. It's already happening. You've heard them say, you will own nothing and you will be happy.
0: It's what's happening in China.
2: It's what's happening in other parts of the world. It is going to happen in America. I'm not predicting I'm simply telling you
0: what the seals were that Jesus took in his hands those 2,000 years ago in the heavenly throne, in the heavenly headquarters of the universe. Now, I want you to notice something. The Lamb of God opens every one of these seals. They are opened by God, by Jesus. Why? Because he is following a drumbeat of finality when his judgments will now be on the whole earth. And as he judges the earth, these are the things that are going to happen to prepare God's people to go to heaven, to take your eyes off the world system and the world's entertainment, and to cause you to place your eyes on only Jesus and him crucified, to trust him, to trust him as I am for my healing.
2: It's time to trust Jesus. Now, there are some who say there is a secret rapture. It is not found in the scriptures. There
0: is the coming of Jesus in two places. I won't go into all the scriptures, but I did yesterday, and you can go back and listen to the future of planet Earth. But this is the
2: first place that we're coming to now where Jesus comes. Now, this is vital for you to hear. You're not going to hear this in the pulpits
0: of America, unfortunately. And you're going to be caught very unaware.
2: We are going now, as it transitions through the third seal, hunger, famine. Where you go to the grocery store and the shelves are bare
0: where you have to scrounge for food just to stay alive, that's coming. That's what this that's what this seal, the third seal, is saying to us. You need to pay attention. You need to prepare now your food. You need to store some things away like Joseph did in Egypt many years ago.
2: Let him who has ears hear. You have eyes, see.
0: This will surely come to pass. Don't say to me, Oh pastor, we'll see.
2: Well did the second seal come to pass? Did the first seal come to pass? Yes. The third seal's coming to pass right now. We're seeing it come into effect with the destruction of the middle class. The fourth seal is intense persecution. Where Christians are going to betray each other because wickedness has grown so rapidly, the faith of many will grow cool and cold, and you will sell out your brothers and sisters. The rider of this horse is called Death and Hades was following close behind him. Power over a fourth of the people who live on the earth to murder. Genocide.
0: We've seen genocide before in the 20th and 21st century. We're going to see genocide again. We're going to see incredible things taking place. And you're going to have to decide, do you trust Jesus? Do you put your confidence in Jesus Christ? Whether you live or die, will you trust Jesus? He is going to be your only way
2: through this smearing death that will come upon the world. And then Jesus opens the fifth seal. And this gives us a look into the heavenlies. (laughs) He says, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain.
0: Christians, many of you will be slain. Are you ready to face that death because you claim Jesus as your Savior and you
2: will not disavow him. They called out in a loud voice, How long, sovereign Lord,
0: holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge their blood? And each of each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the number of their fellow servants and brothers who had who were to be killed, had been completed. Jesus knows he needs a certain number of martyrs. Are you willing to be a martyr for Jesus Christ and not turn and serve the devil? The devil is going to come with everything in his power to dissuade you from following
2: and trusting in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm not going to turn aside. It's been a hard five months. I'm not going to turn aside.
0: I am going to trust Jesus.
2: Regardless of what the pain is, regardless of what the sorrow is, John the Revelator watched as he opened the fifth or the sixth seal.
0: There was a great earthquake. The sun turned black, sackcloth made of goat hair. The whole moon turned blood red, and the stars in the sky fell to the earth as large figs drop from a fig tree when they're shaken by a strong wind. The sky receded like a scroll, rolling up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. This is an accurate description
2: of what happens when there is a pole shift. The kings of the earth, the generals, the princes, the rich and the mighty,
0: every slave and every free man, head and hid in caves among the rocks of the mountains. They called up the mountains and the rocks, fall on us, hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come and who can
2: stand? This is Jesus' second second coming.
0: This is the coming of Jesus for his taking of his saints, but it's not going to be a hidden rapture. It's not going to be secret. Can I tell you that Jesus I serve would not sneak into earth to take his people home? No, every eye will see, every ear will hear. The nation will be so shocked. The world will be stunned by this powerful demonstration
2: and the saints of God will ascend into the arms of Jesus. You can look at First
0: Thessalonians, it'll tell you more. You can look at Matthew 24, it will tell you a great deal more. We're going to heaven, people. Jesus
2: is coming. And you see, when you look at the seals, the third seal is open. The famine is beginning. It's not going to recover. Instead, we're going into incredibly harsh discipline, persecution, running for our lives. I understand President Biden is trying to bring back COVID (laughs) with maps. Geographic regions shut down. Wearing masks, forcing the inoculations. I don't know. It's rumor. Death is coming with intensity in persecution for those of us who will only serve Jesus Christ and him crucified. Now, chapter 7 is an interlude. First, Jesus has given very clear direction in what is
0: going to take place to prepare God's people for heaven. Nothing prepares people for heaven quicker than intense persecution. When your lifestyle is gone, And now you have no one to trust but Jesus Christ
2: or the powers of darkness. Then the interlude where there are 144,000
0: Jewish people sealed for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And now we're going to see the attention of God focus on the salvation of the Jewish people to the remaining chapters of the book of revelation and satan is absolutely determined that he will kill every jew on the planet he hates jewish people god loves jewish people they are his children and you're going to see through the rest of the chapters of revelation as god begins the rescue
2: of the Jewish people. But let's go back to what happened in heaven. Let's go back and look again. Chapter 7. Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Listen to verse 11. All the angels were standing around the throne and
0: around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped
2: God. Verse 9. After this I looked, and there before me
0: was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, language, standing before the throne, in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. So in other words, God's people have been taken off the earth. This is the coming of Jesus. The second coming, if we want to call it that, which the church has traditionally called it, is when Jesus comes,
2: and he comes on a white horse. And if you read carefully, all of the saints from heaven are coming with him on white horses. And he is coming. to begin the thousand-year reign on the earth. He is not coming for the resurrection
0: of his saints. He is not coming for the salvation of his saints. He's coming to establish a thousand-year reign on the earth. And the army of God is coming, and a sword is coming out of his mouth, and he will establish that thousand-year reign. Now, please don't be mistaken. This is not the second coming that we've been told about.
2: That's what I just read to you. When Jesus comes for his people. Now, there is a description that helps us understand
0: that these are the people of God who've been resurrected. The dead will rise first, and then we who are alive and remain will join them, and we shall live with the Lord forever. Revelation 7, amen, praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength to our God forever and ever, amen. Verse 13. Then one of the elders asked me, Those in the white robes, who are they? Where did they come from? I answered, Sir, you know. He said, These are those who've come out of the great tribulation. So, in other words, the first three and a half years of the
2: great tribulation fits under the fifth seal. The fourth seal is the persecution of God's people. The fifth, the sixth seal, the coming of Jesus. The elder says, those in white robes, who are they? Where'd they come from? I don't know.
0: He said, They are those who came out of the great tribulation. That's the first three and a half years. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tent over them. Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them. So, In other words, in the last part of the seal that I just read for you where persecution is so intense,
2: they will have to run for their lives. And the sun will beat upon them with scorching heat. The lamb who is seated in the center of the throne
0: will be their shepherd. And he will lead them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their
2: eyes. This happens after God's people are taken to heaven, not before. And when he opened the seventh seal, There was silence in heaven for about a half an hour.
0: I think because God's saints and angels
2: are so shocked by what's about to happen on the earth. An angel with a golden censer came. He stood at the altar. This is future. He was given much incense to offer with the
0: prayers of all the saints. All the saints are in heaven. On the golden altar before the throne, the sanctuary of heaven. The smoke of the incense together with the prayers of the saints went up before God from the angel's hands. And then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and hurled it on the earth.
2: And there came peals of thunder. Rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. The first angel sounded his trumpet. There came hail and fire mixed with blood, and it was hurled down
0: upon the earth. A third of the earth was burned up, a third of the trees burned up, and all the green grass was burned up. A second angel sounded his trumpet. Something like a huge mountain all ablaze was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea turned into blood. A third of the living creatures in the sea died. And a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel sounded his trumpet and a great
2: star. What's the Greek word for star? Yes, if you guess it. It's asteroid. Scientists
0: would say that this portion is describing, in Chapter 8, a perfect description of what would happen if a great asteroid broke up as it entered Earth's atmosphere, and part of the rock falls
2: into the ocean and part lands on Earth. It's named Wormwood. A third of the waters turned bitter. Many people
0: died from the waters that had become bitter. Fourth angel sounded his trumpet and a third of the sun was struck, a third of the moon and a third of the stars so that a third of them turned dark. A third of the day was without light and also a third of the night. This is an asteroid.
2: Some great Stone, asteroid coming out of the sky. Well, why is it positioned here? Because God has just taken his people home. And now, God is giving the earth over to the devil for the reign of the Antichrist out of chaos comes the order of the Antichrist. Now, I may be wrong in what I've told you.
0: It is to the best of my ability as I have prayed and studied
2: for many years the book of Revelation. I've never publicly taught what I just taught.
0: I'm asking you not to just turn it aside, but to read. To read this portion of Scripture over and over and over. I have read these passages countless times, along with all the other Scriptures that speak of the coming of Jesus. Don't listen to the, to the preachers who have been teaching for years something else. Read for yourself. Don't believe me. Read for yourself. Understand, we have come to the absolute end of time. It is time for Jesus to come. Surely he is not going to come on a horse with a myriad of saints riding with him. He's coming then to establish the
2: thousand-year reign. Where the devil is cast into the pit. But he is coming for his people. But not until we have suffered a great, great persecution with many, many martyrs. I believe this is coming soon, in yours and my lifetime. If you'll notice, the drumbeat of these seals being opened has been increasing with each one. And we are now coming to famine and darkness.
0: Oh, pastor, don't say that. I don't want to hear that. It doesn't matter to me what I want to hear or what you want to hear. I want you to hear what the word of God says. I'm not here to please you. I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear with tickling your ears, with things like Pastor Morris does with his wicked interpretation of who Jesus is and of prosperity. I don't care what others are saying. This is what I have read and read and prayed and cried out to God for understanding. I remember the stories coming out of China. For the pastors of that day were prophesying that China would never be taken over by the communist
2: government. But they were. And you know what they did to many of their pastors?
0: They beat them for lying to them about what was going to happen when China came and took control of the church.
2: I don't want you to come and beat me because I have misinterpreted Scripture. If I'm wrong, then everything is going to be
0: rosy. Everything will be happy. Times are here again. Prosperity has returned, as many false prophets are now teaching. Oh, we're coming into a time of great prosperity in America. God's not done with America yet. Oh, yes, he
2: is. It's time for judgment. It is time for judgment. I love each of you. I want you to get ready for Jesus to come. And I want you to put away some food, put away some silver or gold. Do whatever the Holy Spirit tells you, but get ready for what's coming. You're not going to be able to come to me
0: and say, Pastor Ray, you didn't warn us. Yes, I am warning you now. Hard times are coming to America. It used to be when I was a kid, the New York magazine, it would have a a hairy beard on a man wearing a long white robe, and he'd be holding a sign, and he'd say,
2: The End. Well, now it's... Now it's the newscasters are saying, we're coming to the end. It's the trend people who are saying we're coming to an end. It's time to prepare for heaven. It's time to get your your heart right with Jesus. Don't
0: play with the idea that you can still walk in sin and you still have time to get ready. You
2: don't. Time is running out. Let's pray. Lord, I noticed that as we went forward in this broadcast, some people didn't want to hear it. Forgive them, Lord. Quicken them by your spirit.
0: Lord, please come in power to the church today and get your church ready to face the persecution that's coming tomorrow. Open the way before us, O Holy Spirit, to walk in righteousness and holiness before you. And Lord, I pray for the sick today. I pray for those who are heartbroken, who are in a red haze of pain. I pray for those who are uncertain. Lord, I pray for your people. Turn their hearts toward heaven Turn their hearts and heal their weakness. Heal their bodies. Restore to us the gifts of Pentecost. Restore to the church the gifts of healing and discernment.
2: Lord, quicken us by your Holy Spirit. O Lord, I need you today. Your people need you today. Those listening right now, they need you today, Jesus. And we will praise you. We will honor you. We will say you are the King of kings and the Lord of
0: lords. You are worthy. You sit on the throne. Praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever to you, Jesus.
2: I love you with all of my heart.
0: You are my king. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I'd love to hear from you. We're coming to the end of the month, and we're not there yet. We've got to cover the cost of the radio bill. Thank you for each one of you who's been giving. Thank you, Dirk. And thank you to the rest of you who've been giving. Write to me at National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. That's National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195.
2: You can also go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com.